in with you first, 410-583-1065. We start every single show focused on you. The people that are brave enough to be awake and functioning. Not even you're awake, but like I'm guessing if you're by a radio or you're by your phone right now, you've already opened up your Odyssey app, you're listening, like you're being productive right now. You're driving, you're getting ready. You know? So if that's you, text us, we'll shout you out. 410-583-1065. Who's up? Lee checking in from Baltimore is here. John from Middle River, good morning. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Magic Mike is here. Jess R. from Westminster. John the Annapolis Locator. Clever Kevin. Jake from Westminster. Grace in White Marsh. Good morning and happy Tuesday to Kathy in Parkville. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, beautiful Beverly. Terry is here. One in a million checking in. Terrence, uh, Tristan from Pasadena. Good morning to Lisa, Christine, Youngblood in Phoenix, Mr. W from Reisterstown, Matthew and WB from Glen Burnie. Happy Tuesday. Explain the science to me because I know you've had a day like this before where like you're dragging ass like mm-hmm. all day. You're so tired. Yesterday was one of those days for me. You're like, I cannot wait to go to bed. Y'all, yesterday I was like wrapping my day up early. I'm like, let me get the podcast done faster so I can just get in bed. I, it was like 7.30 and I was like heading towards bed. I'm like, this is perfect. And it's so bright outside, So bright. First off, so bright Ridiculously outside. Ridiculously bright. Okay. It doesn't get dark till 9 o'clock, which is unfair for us early people. Yeah. But I know you've had one of these days where all of a sudden you get in bed and your body's like, mm-hmm. and you're like, we, we. You've been exhausted. We were, t- you were literally so tired. Yeah. From the second we hit the ground today, all the way through the day. Mm-hmm. And the second we get in the bed, now you want to start acting right. Do you do like uh, office work or like are you on your laptop when you lay in your bed? No. Typically by the time I, I eat dinner I take like a little bit of time to just do whatever. Like last mm-hmm. night I went for a walk. Mm-hmm. It was nice out. Went for a walk. Came back in. Is it part in. of your routine to like watch TV before bed? No. I rarely watch TV during the week. Okay. But you're like on your phone? Just all of a sudden but like even, I was just in bed just laying there and I was like okay perfect I'm tired. I'm ready to go to sleep. Yeah. And then it did it. Like, it literally it felt like circus music. Why is that? Why why, why do bodies act like know. that sometimes? I don't know. Like why now you got to do like this? Yeah. This I'm not sure. Maybe it's like everything from the day is like unloading in your brain. I'm like, just please. Like, why can't you go back to how you were acting earlier? They were so tired, you know? No. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. If you have been feeling stressed out lately, just know you're not alone. A new report from Wallet Hub was just released naming the most and least stressed cities in the U.S. and Baltimore has made this list. They compared 182 cities across 39 key metrics in four main areas. Those are work stress, financial stress, family stress, and also health and safety stress. And Baltimore made the list of the top 10 most stressed cities in the U.S. in 2023, scoring third place. Cleveland, Ohio tops the list as the most stressed city in the country. And as far as the least stressed city in the U.S. in 2023, that goes to Burlington, Vermont. You know, one thing I keep hearing over and over and over again, and tell me this is true for you too, is it's just so expensive to live here. Yeah. People are really feeling the financial Financial, stress of living in the city. Or even in the county, I know it's like everything's just getting way more expensive. Yeah. 
Uh, but it's, it kind of makes me sad, in a sense, that we're like number three. Like the, it's a list we don't want to be it's, high on. It's a crappy list, but I feel like sometimes when you have the information and if, if you've been feeling a certain way, yeah, you're true. not the only person feeling that way. Yeah. Number two. Today is July 11th, which means it's free Slurpee Day at 7-Eleven. No app or code required. You can walk into any 7-Eleven location and get a free small Slurpee. No purchase necessary. All flavors are up for grabs, including their new Sprite Limeade flavor, which is one of three new flavors they've debuted for the summer. 7-Eleven celebrated their first free Slurpee Day 21 years ago in 2002. This isn't the one where you bring your own No, no, bucket, no, no, right? no. Okay. Yeah, you get a free small one. That's a little confusing, though. Even for me, like, as someone that reports on this kind of stuff. So this is the one you just walk in, you get one. They have another day. They still do that wacky day where you bring your own container? Well, the thing about that is that disappeared, I feel like, for a couple years, and then they just brought it back for the first time. But this is completely different because this is something they've been doing since 2002. Number one. Madonna spoke out yesterday for the first time since being hospitalized for a serious bacterial infection that actually left her unconscious and led to a several-day stay in the ICU last month. So Madonna's celebration tour was originally scheduled to actually begin this Saturday. However, the 64-year-old singer has now confirmed that the North American dates will be rescheduled and the tour will now begin in Europe this October. Due to recent events, Madonna has reportedly made it very clear to music execs what she does and does not want after her passing. She will not be allowed to be used in hologram form after her death. And when it comes to her $850 million fortune, she plans to split her song rights equally among her six children. I mean, is it that dire at this point? She's still pretty young, 64, to be talking about like what to do. But I guess here's the thing. I mean, after that experience, That's if true. you weren't prepared, I feel like she it, it was a, probably a wake-up call. Think twice about it? Yeah. I think that like it's so weird now that we have to talk about can you or can you not be used in hologram form? Mm. And I would just like to make it publicly known it's fine to use me in hologram form. Okay. If you'd like. Okay. After I pass away. Nice. Thank okay. you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe this is the reason why I'm single. What I've realized is everyone loves to tell single people why they think they're single. Which in some of this stuff actually has been really helpful. I don't want you to ever think you can't come to us and tell us where you think we can improve our lives. Yeah. I'm not going to be a sensitive person sit here and just be like, no, that's not very nice. But a message that I got that I woke up this morning checking my my DMs. And, and you're like, like, that's not very nice. I'm like, that's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we will do. Not okay. for everything, but sometimes we'll get our feelings hurt. Okay. But let me run this by you. So last night before I went to bed, I made a post on my Instagram that this week is my five-year sobriety anniversary. Mm-hmm. For the past five years, I've had not one sip of alcohol. Now, I didn't have a drinking problem. I just realized when I was going through my divorce that... I didn't feel good. And if I'm going to sit here and talk about mental health, and I'm a big champion of mental health and being, you know, getting your mental health right and doing what it takes, but I'm sitting here and I'm drinking something that makes me feel depressed and kind of using it as a coping mechanism, Mm -hmm. it didn't feel right to me. So I said, you know what? I think it takes a lot to recognize like, hey, like this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm using it for. And I have a choice to either like go down a slippery slope or not. Could have. It just, I was drinking like three, four drinks a night, man. It was just like to a point, it wasn't really affecting me, but I like and I could still go to work and everything, but it was just, I just, I knew that I was using it as an escape and that scared me. Yeah. So I said, all right, here's the deal. I'm going to take a couple of months off of drinking and see how I feel. Well, that was literally five years ago and I haven't gone back because I do feel so much better. Good for you. And I, I don't know that I ever will go back and drink again just because I 
it just doesn't make me feel good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so five years, right? So I post this, and I'm pretty proud of myself, to be honest with you. To avoid drinking alcohol in this country for five years is actually it's one of the more challenging things I've done, just the fact that there's so much around you at all times, right? right? So I post that, and I wake up to this DM. It says, maybe it's time you loosen up a bit and have some fun. Having a drink isn't going to kill you. Most women don't want to date a guy who doesn't drink. Doesn't sound fun. Just my two cents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I read that. And then, of course, I get in my head, right? And I'm like, damn. I wonder if there's some truth to that. Because we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago on the show. And I got raked over the coals. Like, we realized that one reason that makes me really unattractive to women in Maryland is the fact that I wear flip-flops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The amount of opinions that I got about that were like, yeah, that's disgusting. You're terrible for that. Yeah. But now I'm wondering, if you found out a guy didn't drink, mm-hmm. was sober, how would that hit you? Would that hit you as something like unattractive? Because obviously, because it's true, I I don't go to bars. Mm-hmm. I don't go out to like drinking establishments. I don't really go to parties because it's just not fun as I a sober person. Just, I think it depends on how you go about it. Because sometimes you can come across as like, I'm not going kind of thing. Yeah. Like there's nothing for me there versus like you can wait. Because no, at least I think from like our perspective, like our friend's perspective, like no one cares that you don't drink. Right. I think it's the way you come about it as far as like, well, you guys are drinking. So like I'm not going because I don't drink and like I don't want to like go and hang out, you know? Yeah. Well, so to, it, to can, fair, it can come it can across that way. No, I know. And you give off that vibe. Yeah. So I feel like. As someone who doesn't know you, they're assuming that you're going to give off that vibe where it's like, I don't have a problem that you don't drink, but like, I don't want you to look at me like I'm being annoying if I'm having a glass of wine. So maybe someone who doesn't know you, they're assuming you're going to be like that. So go back to single Jess for a second, okay? Let's just say you're scrolling through a dating app or maybe you you meet a guy and you guys are chatting for the first time Mm -hmm. and he says, oh, I don't drink. Yeah. What does that mean to you? It's not going to make me avoid having a conversation with him, but I definitely, especially with how my family is, I would have to say up front, like, does it bother you if people drink around you because my family, they're big drinkers and we like to party and have a good time. So it's like, no one's ever going to force you to do something. And, and again, it's like, you know, for her to say that, it's like, okay, cool. Like, thanks for telling me that. But obviously <laughs> you're not someone I'm trying to like spend time with. You know I, what I mean? I really want to write back and say what's worse, being sober or wearing flip-flops? Because honestly, the you flip-flop got, You thing, got more bad messages about <laughs> flip-flops. So if anything, I feel like you should take something away from that Wear than shoes. the drinking thing. <laughs> hey, Jody, doing well. What's going on? Okay. So um, I don't drink. Yeah. And I'm on the dating apps also. Yeah. And I think actually when I see that somebody, and I don't drink just because I don't like anything. It's not for any other reason. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that when I see somebody that doesn't drink, I admire them even more. Oh, you like they have it. the willpower and the strength yeah. to do that. Yeah. Now, but you, you also, you don't drink. So do you feel like I'm only going to be attractive to people that don't drink then? 
No, because uh, people that drink are attracted. Or um, I may lose you in a second because I'm on Falls Road. Oh, but, it's okay. It's um, all right. Yeah, it's rough uh, out there. But I, I don't. Uh, some people have said to me, "Well, why don't you drink?" Or they wouldn't go out with me because I don't drink. And okay, so I don't want those people. Then this is who I am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How do you feel so about? You the... have to respect my decision, or I don't want you. It's true. No, I mean that, that's I. I'm completely okay with that. How do you feel about the flip flop thing, though? Because I'm also getting just uh, just berated over that too. Flip-flops I don't love. <laughs> yeah, unless, it's in the, unless it's in the afternoon, then fine. Yeah, okay. Like, what, morning, like, no. Afternoon's yeah. okay. No, yeah. for, and morning and afternoon, fine. But evening? Yeah. It's a it no. It seems a little too casual. Yeah, unless you're going to like a carnival. It's a bigger issue, I think, than the drinking thing. <laughs> Thank you for calling us. Okay, you're welcome. Good luck. Thank you. She said it unless you're going to a carnival. Um, where where'd the flip flop thing come from? I don't remember how we brought that up, but the fact, the thing is, I wear flip flops oh. every single day throughout the summer. I'm wearing them this morning. Oh. I'll wear them tonight. If it's, it? if it's over sixty degrees, I'm wearing flip flops. I don't remember how that even came up though. But somebody was. It was a whole thing, and people calling no, in. No, it was. Like, remember, a garage boy told me if I was a picky eater, then we wouldn't have stayed together. That's what it was. What did we call that? And somebody having, I forget what it was, but somebody called in and said, if a guy She's wears like, flip flops, yeah, my thing is I cannot stand. <laughs> flip-flops. And other people in the building were like, same. Everybody. Everyone's against flip-flops. 410-583-1065. Uh, this is Janet on two from Bel Air. Hello, Janet. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. I just wanted to make a comment about the um, drinking. Um, that was one of the most attractive things I find about my husband is that he doesn't drink. Mm-hmm. I've dated too many people that drank to excess and there's nothing good that comes with that. And I love it. And if he wants to, you know, sometimes my husband, who, you know, if we're out with a bunch of people who are drinking, he'll drink a, um, a non-alcoholic beer. He yeah. gets right soccer. He's very sociable. So, um, so you like that? That's it's it's, yep. it's, a, it's a turn on for you. Well, that's that's good to hear. Does he wear flip flops though? Just it's it's totally off subject, but. Yes, he does, and I just bought him a, a nice, expensive pair of Olakai's, and he loves them, and so, I don't mind that at all. God, you're my you're my dream <laughs> woman. I gotta find a woman like this, a woman that likes flip flops and sober men. <laughs> I feel like everyone's partner has that one restaurant that they absolutely love, but you cannot stand. What are we supposed to do about that? She's 11 years old and really savvy. Just gets advice with dear Abby. Mix 106.5. Ah, yes. Being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And your lack of always going to the restaurant that you want to go to. Welcome to this week's edition of Dear Abby. If you're new to our show, we got to introduce you to our... 11-year-old correspondent. Who is Abby? Abby is my 11-year-old niece, and she lives in California. I'm really close to my family, and so I just talk to her about different things that are going on in my life. And Garage Boy and I are at a crossroads because I am the one that likes a particular restaurant that he cannot stand. Mm. And... How do you even attempt to solve that situation? That's tough, right? It's so it's so tough that we actually had to call in a second opinion from Abby's little sister Maya, who's eight. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Yep. If your partner doesn't like one of your favorite restaurants, how do you solve that problem? Because I love to go to this specific restaurant. But Gerald doesn't like it. So it's like, does that mean we're just never going to go there for the rest of our lives? You guys should, like, coordinate. Like, let's say, uh, do does Gerald have, like, a, a restaurant that he likes to go to, but you don't, too? Yeah, I'd say. 
What if you're like, hey, can we go to this restaurant? And then the next time we can go to other restaurant. Like in relationships, you guys just need to take turns. Okay. Okay, Maya, tell everybody who you are. I'm Abby's sister and I am eight. Does that mean he should never go with me ever again? No, because like if you're gonna belong to someone, <laughs> then you're gonna need to like like take care of them too. Like do what they want to do sometimes mm-hmm. and then like you could do what Gerald wants to do sometimes uh, thanks guys love you love you love bye. you bye <laughs> the old compromise eh so cute I don't know how that works with restaurants though you know what kind of restaurant are you trying to go to what are we talking here no it's just like it's not the kind of restaurant it's like he can be bougie sometimes about like yeah this is good but it could be better mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. About food, which I get. Like, I understand he has high standards. But I'm just like, okay, but it's good enough. It's good enough. Like, can we just go? It's not like he hates it and can't stand it. I just, but in the case where you just don't like the other person's type of food, do you just not, like, for example, let me, let me, what's something that I hate? Mayonnaise, okay? Hate mayonnaise. If I was dating somebody and they're like, we're going to go to this mayonnaise restaurant. Just go with me here. And I was like, but I hate mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I literally just, like, and there's nothing but mayonnaise at this place. Yeah. Would I then be forced to compromise to go to that because my partner likes mayonnaise and that's the nice thing to do even well, though there's I, a time where you literally would not eat at anywhere else but Chipotle and I compromised and I literally went with you to Chipotle. But you don't hate Chipotle. But it's the you same but it's, it. but it's the same thing. It's not like I wanted it 47 times within a matter <laughs> of 3 months. Like I didn't want it but I did it because it, I there's other things that I can do and it, get there. That was definitely a compromise. Does your partner like do you love a restaurant and your partner can't stand it or vice versa? I'm like what like, what is the compromise hmm. in that situation? Do you, like, force yourself to go to it? Kat from Joppa, what do you what do? You do? Um, my boyfriend doesn't like Mexican food. <sighs> wow, you've oh, got no. to break up with this man today. I don't know if I could, I don't right? know if I could do that. He's got to go. Like, what do you like about this guy? <laughs> <laughs> this guy red flags all over it, but okay. Wait, so what happens? How do you guys eat? So, I just eat, like... I eat Mexican food when I'm out with friends or, like, when I'm at lunch, like, for work. Like, yeah. I prep my own food. Yeah. So, But, like, for dinner, when we're together, like, we just eat other things. So, like, if it's Friday night and you're, like, really craving some tacos, like, you're just like, man, there's nothing I want more right now than some tacos. You know the craving I'm talking about, too, especially because it's Taco <laughs> Tuesday, y'all. And so... Well, this hurts, this hurts even more. And so, okay, well, then we'll, we'll put it on a Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. Nothing you want more than tacos when you get home from work, right? And you're telling me that every time you're just going to be like, well, I can't go have tacos with him if, let's say, you're hanging out tonight because he doesn't like Mexican food? No, sometimes I'll make tacos for myself. <laughs> Wait, or- so you'll just make separate food? <laughs> and you'll eat in front of him, like, different things? Oh yeah. Oh okay. wow. That's hey, it. that's nice. That's, that's that's cohabitating. Yeah, that could be that could be a solution. So you're like, hey, listen, I'm gonna make tacos for me and just you know, in, in relation to you, if you want a certain restaurant, maybe you go get that, that restaurant, restaurant and then he, he can get to go else. somewhere else. You guys can still have dinner together, then nobody's yeah. forced to eat something they don't like. God. But doesn't like yeah, Mexican food. I don't know about that. What is he eating when you're eating tacos? Like what does he prefer to have? Um, anything off a kid's menu. Oh, right. So that's <laughs> how, what we're dealing with. How old is with. your boyfriend? Okay. <laughs> He's eight. <laughs> okay. Hopefully he'll grow out of that then. Yeah, I'm hoping so. <laughs> Thank you for calling us. <laughs> no problem. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. All right. 
top three now. Number three. Orioles star catcher Adley Rutschman put on a show in his first ever MLB home run derby Monday night in Seattle. He lost this round, but it was still a night he'll never forget because he competed in the home run derby with his dad, Randy Rutschman, pitching, and he did it in a stadium not too far from his hometown. Rutschman will join teammates Austin Hayes, Yenier Cano, and Felix Bautista in representing the O's in tonight's All-Star Game at Seattle's T-Mobile Park at 8 p.m. Number two. Subway is giving away one million free subs today. Participating Subways are giving you a chance to taste their new line of deli meats. So to get one of these free sandwiches, you just have to go to a participating Subway location between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. today. And you can choose a six-inch sub from their new Deli Heroes lineup. The first 50 customers who ask for a free sub will get one. And, hey, it's also free Slurpee Day today, too. So you can score a free Slurpee and a free sandwich for lunch today. It's Prime Day today. This is a good day. It is a good day. If you're like someone that likes to save money, this is a solid day. So you're saying the first 50 people that walk into any subway can just be like, give me that free sub? And the first just... 50 people that walk into any participating oh, subway. Man, yeah, so you've got to call to make sure that they're doing this. And yeah, if they are, then you got to hurry up and it starts at 10. Y'all done that before? I had a coupon one time for an oil <gasps> change. I go over there and they're like, I'm oh, sorry. we don't. Yeah, everyone else in Maryland participates in this, but we don't. I mean, how are you not going to participate in that? Yeah. Disappointment. Number one. Fans are speculating that Ryan Goslin just dropped the song of the sub. Summer. Warner Brothers just released the power ballad I'm Just Ken by Ryan Gosling ahead of the new Barbie movie that comes out next Friday where Ken seems to be trying to discover his identity outside of his relationship with Barbie and fans are already obsessed. Take a listen. Guns N' Roses guitarist Slash also plays lead guitar on that song per request of producer Mark Ronson. Barbie hits theaters on July 21st. I literally have no idea what to expect out of this movie. I think it's going to be deep, dude. All the reviews are saying it's like emotional. Like even that, just hearing that, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's like about like a man who's like, I'm I'm like finding who I am. Like as a guy, that doesn't strike me as what the Barbie movie, I thought this was going to be so fluffy and light. And honestly, the first, the first trailer we saw of it, we're like, okay, there's like literally no substance to this whatsoever. But like, can they really have enough substance in a Barbie movie to make us be like emotionally moved. Like, do you think, let's let's put bets on this right now. Mm-hmm. Will Jess cry, <laughs> just from what you know, yeah. during the Barbie movie? Yes. Yeah. It just feels like, I mean, even Margot Robbie said, she was like, we're going to talk about things that like we can't ignore as far as like the issues with the franchise of Barbie, yeah. you know? And I think it's going to be like, and also he's not just talking about finding his identity. It's it's always like Ken is always with Barbie. It's no true. one ever cares about Who Ken. And so he's like, her? what about me? Yeah, you true. know? Yeah. So I'm really, really excited next Friday. Okay. This is Jess and that's your top three. How many of these like give you the ick? The second that I even give you the description of this type of person, are you like, 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 if this type of person makes you cringe, that's what I need to know, okay? Okay. I saw this thing on Reddit this morning. It's, the question was, what's something subtle that instantly gives you bad vibes? Ooh, like uh, of a person? About somebody. Like, if you meet him in the first couple of seconds, they're doing this. Yeah. Are you instantly like, ugh. I'll give you some responses. Tell me how you feel about this. Um, when somebody says, you can trust me. I already don't trust you. <laughs> 
I wanted to run this one specifically by you. Like five seconds. You can trust me, really, because this is the first time I've ever seen your face in my 30 years of living. What do you mean I can trust you? And I've only known you for five seconds. How about when somebody leaves their shopping cart stranded in the middle of the parking lot? Or maybe when they run into the grocery store really quick? When they don't put it away, you mean? Yeah. If, yep. you, if you just like leave it there or you leave it in front of a parking spot so someone clearly cannot pull into the parking spot, I feel like you're probably not a very nice person. Do you instantly judge somebody? Like, does that give you the ick when you see somebody that's like, and, and like, especially when you, you see there's a shopping cart return. You've already been walking through the whole grocery store. I know your legs work. Just put it back. Just put it right over there so nobody has to go back and clean up after you, you know? Mm. What about when somebody starts to playfully roast you? Too early on in a connection. Oh, I hate it. Somebody on Reddit said that's for people that are, are close, and we aren't anywhere near that. If I just met you and yeah. you're already like, like making fun of me, that and like my sister and I were just talking about this yesterday about one of my dad's friends, where it's like you're my dad's friend, but that doesn't mean you and I are cool, mm. so you can't be making fun of me, kind of thing. Like you, that's like a thing that we have to grow into. Yeah. Where it's like when you cross that line too early, then we're probably never going to be friends. I'll give you two more. This uh, uh, the question on Reddit was what's something that subtly, uh, what's something that's subtle that instantly gives you a bad vibe about somebody when you meet them? What if they're always the good guy in every story they tell? about bad situations. Like, I didn't do anything wrong, but, like, let me tell oh, you everything yeah. about this really awful situation. Like they're always like, I, I'm i obviously not yeah. the problem, it's me. Right. But it is you. Like the reverse of Taylor Swift. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let me give you one more. What if somebody, this is, this is what somebody on Reddit said, they said, what when, if they try to push God on you and they say things that happen for God's plan or that they're just going to pray for you? They said, no, just keep your religion to yourself. Don't bring that up too early on in a conversation. I don't know. I don't know if I, maybe, maybe I'm giving people the ick when I say that because I definitely have said that for people. Yeah. It doesn't bother, it doesn't bother me. You know? Especially like a sweet older person. If she's so like, like, sweetie, I'm just going to pray for you. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm not telling you like you have to go pray, but I'm just saying like, I will pray for you. I think that's nice. Do your kids ever say things to you that creep you out? <laughs> Because I just had a situation with my eight-year-old niece, Maya. So I was recording for Dear Abby, you know, that we do today with Abby and Maya. Maya is eight years old. Mm -hmm. And Abby leaves the room and Maya proceeds to go. I was having nightmares last night. Super casual. And I was like, what about? Like, are you okay? She was like, yeah, I just keep having nightmares that aliens are abducting Abby. And then she proceeded to show me drawings that she drew of the aliens abducting Abby out of their room. And I was like, okay. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's almost too creepy. Like, to come to you and say... I was having nightmares I had, a, night. I had a dream last night. Isn't that crazy? That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But she's having multiple dreams. Yeah, she's having multiple dreams and about aliens abducting her 11-year-old sister. And she showed me the drawings depicting these scenes <laughs> that she was having in her head from these nightmares. And I was like, do you want to talk to your parents about it? And she's like, no. Do you need help? <laughs> she's like, no. I just wanted to tell you. I was like, okay. And I asked her, I was like, are you afraid? Like, are you okay? She's like, I'm fine. I was like, okay. It, it doesn't sound normal. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound normal. 
right? I mean, do you even know it doesn't sound normal, right? Do kids do that kind well, of stuff? Well, I mean, though? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Are these kinds of conversations happening all the time and parents are like, all right, classic alien dream, right. you know? Or is it like, is this kind of bizarre? Okay, 410-583-1065. Can you call us? If your kid ever said something to you that totally freaked you out, and I'm not saying like, I mean, what Jess is saying is is pretty specific. Mm-hmm. It's not just like some kind of weird one time thing, right? That's that's yeah. Like as an adult, I think you're able to decipher things that are like, okay, that's a kid being a kid. And maybe there's something that's just really like, wow, like, yeah, wait, what? Like, what are you talking about? Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Hey, Jennifer from Dundalk. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Hey, uh, we're good. Did your kids ever say something to you that freaked you out? Yes, 100%. I think about it all the time, and it still freaks me out. <laughs> what was so it? So my, my daughter was born like a day after the anniversary of the Titanic sinking. Oh, wow. And um, and I know that that's such a like totally random date but I don't know I somehow one of those days I figured it out and was like oh huh that's interesting and just brushed it off yeah well when she was around three years old one night I was giving her a bath and out of nowhere she just starts making comments like the water is so cold and I remember a time before when I was freezing in water and I couldn't swim and Mm. I couldn't get out She's no three, you guys. Like, uh-uh. And and I'm she's never done anything like that or had never done anything like that before then. Like, where was this coming from? Ew. I have no idea. And, and like, now that's weird. She didn't she hasn't like has she seen the movie before or have any kind Her of like recollection? Lessons, nothing. Oh, she's three. Oh my gosh. That's she was three. I mean, I'm telling you, I feel like she has been like reincarnated. Yeah, dude, that's something. almost that's almost too weird, right? It's like that's yeah. that's that's creepy. That's a good one. Thank you for calling us with that. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I could like get it off my chest too. So thank you. Texts are crazy today. Text on the four four three. On the way home from daycare, my three year old got sad and said she had a bad day because I used to be a grandma. But then I died. Then the doctor took the dirt from my mouth, and now I'm Josie. That started a year of telling us about her life as a South African grandmother. That's weird. Like, what? Super freaky. You want to pick another one? Yeah. Uh, This text right here from the 443 says, I was getting ready for a Halloween dance at our school and had fake blood on, and my brother, three at the time, told us we looked like Tommy. We asked who Tommy was and where he lived, and he said the guy in there and pointed straight into my mirror. I mean, because I mean, because kids, like kids are known to be able to kind of like see things and like see spirits and stuff. You know what I mean? This is a text from the 667. It says, this is so freaky. I once had a babysitter refuse to ever come over to my house again after she heard my three-year-old chanting, the man that lives in the attic. Oh, no. (laughs) Said years later, In the same house, an Uber driver picked me up and said he used to live in our house. And then he asked me, does that ghost still live here? Uh Uh-uh. All right, read this last one. Uh, This one says, I was putting my then three-year-old daughter to bed one night, and she gently cupped my face in her beautiful little hands, her her big brown doe eyes lovingly looking into mine and said, Mommy, I would never strangle you. No, like what? What in the world? Like what? 
what is happening with children nowadays? Is it what's in the milk nowadays? Is it making them stranger? Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.